Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that is the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you, each and every one of you. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and we're going to talk about the Arizona vote audit. The Senate in Arizona called for an audit, a thorough audit of the votes in Maricopa County. Why? Because, well, President Trump was defeated by about 12,000 votes there in Arizona. So we're going to talk about what some of those results were in this week's show. Uh, One thing I can tell you, the media went off with the story because it said the final said uh, Joe Biden ended up with a few hundred more votes and Trump actually lost a few votes when they tallied everything up. And the media ran with that, and that's all you heard about it. But they said nothing about the problems within the vote. Problems like 86,391 voters cannot be accounted for. They, can, they, they, don't, they don't have a date of birth. They don't have a Social Security number. They don't have an address. Nobody can find them. 86,000 voters, 86,391 in the state of Arizona. Well, we got some reasons why that happened. We got some more problems within the vote. And the media won't look at it. So that's why you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're going to look into that. Before we do, uh, let me just talk a little bit about the socialists, the Democrats. It's one and the same because Bernie Sanders is charging ahead with that party. You know, Bernie Sanders was leading and would have been the Democratic nominee in 2020. But they had a smoke-filled room. And of all people, Elizabeth Warren, she would not drop out of that race. If she had dropped out and and Sanders would have got her votes, he very well could have been the Democratic nominee. They got all the other Democrats to drop out, except for Elizabeth Warren. And all the others, uh, their votes went to Joe Biden. So in a smoke-filled room, <laughs> Bernie Sanders was denied his uh uh, nomination he really had the most votes was going to end up with the most delegates and the democrats got together in a smoke-filled room and you remember booted edge and and uh, all the ones running that had some votes but not enough they all of a sudden they all dropped out one one weekend so uh joe biden could be the nominee and and they because they were scared to death of bernie sanders why? Because he would have won the nomination. But he's throwing his power out now because he wants that infrastructure bill along with the $3.5 trillion. So we're talking about $5 trillion that 
Bernie Sanders and a socialist, at, which means the Democrats now. He's leading. He's pushing for this, and the Democrats are all a part of it, except for Joe Manchin and maybe a cinema out in Arizona. We don't know. We've got to wait and see what all comes out. Uh, we're taping the show a little early. They, it may shake out by the time this uh, is aired. But I'm just telling you that Bernie Sanders is pulling his socialist muscle, and we're seeing that the socialists are at the heart of the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party of your mom and dad, your granddaddy, no longer exists. It is a socialist party. And there's some people that say, we need this, we need this, we need this. And there's some good things out there. When you talk about uh, paying for uh, college education, pay, making everything free, making pre-kindergarten free, everything's free, everything's free. Guess what? Somebody's paying for it. And say, oh, we're just going to tax the rich, like on the back of uh, AOC's dress, tax the rich. Well, you know what? <laughs> when they... Just remember, in the income tax, when they got it through with a constitutional amendment back in the early 1900s, they said it's only going to be the rich people getting taxed. We're going to push this amendment, and only the rich people will ever have to pay an income tax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how long did that last? So when they say, oh, we're only just going to tax the billionaires, how long do you think that's going to last? When, and they said, we're just going to tax the billionaires, anybody who makes over $400,000. And guess what? In the bill, it says if you have over $600, if you have over $600 in a bank and making transactions, you will re be reported to the IRS. They'll know every move you make when you pick your nose, when you pick your teeth when you floss your teeth they want to know everything you're spending on what's going on in the your bank account if you got six hundred dollars they say they only want to tax the billionaires why do they want to know everything that's over six hundred dollars that happens in your bank account why does the government want to spy on you the democrat socialist they want to spy on you it sounds more and more like Eastern Europe, like East Germany before the wall came down. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And people voted for these people. I'm telling you, the Democrat Party no longer exists. It is the Socialist Party that wants thirst. It's thirsty for power and government control of every part of your life. Mandates. Mandates. You have to do it or you cannot work. How's that going for America? We got freedom in our DNA and liberty and people falling under these mandates, letting people, voting for the people who want the government to watch anything over $600 happening in every bank account in America. Why? Why do they need to know that information? And yet, people are voting for these uh, these government control freaks. They want to control our life with climate change. They, they worship climate change like it's a religion because they thirst for power like Dracula thirsts for blood. They're out to get you. Stop voting for Democrats till they kick the socialists out of their party. Because they are socialist. The Democratic Party 
can change its name because it's the Socialist Party until they kick them out. They're the Socialist Party of America. The Democratic Party has become the Socialist. So stop just pandering around and stop playing footsies with these Democrats because they're socialist and they and there's people who mean good from their heart they really want to do some things I understand that but there are people who want this country to fall they want it to to just uh, break up so they can start over and they just like the communists everywhere let's start with day one you get rid of all the history do you not see it happening America Wow, we got to get to what happened in the Arizona vote. Take a listen to this. Thank you, uh, Senator Cruz. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. It's an unfortunate reality of today's politics that, that Democrats do not believe in democracy. They believe in power. It speaks volumes that S-1, the very first bill introduced by Chuck Schumer and the Democrats in this Senate, is a bill for the federal government to take over elections and to strike down virtually every reasonable voter integrity law adopted across the country. It is likewise the case that H.R. 1, the first bill introduced by Nancy Pelosi, is the same bill, a federal takeover of elections designed to strike down virtually every reasonable voter integrity law in the country. The priority of Democrats is not COVID, as the rhetoric might suggest, priority of Democrats is not jobs. The priority of Democrats is not our national security. The priority of Democrats is to ensure that Democrats stay in power no matter what. No matter what the voters think, this bill before us is designed to prevent those pesky voters from ever making a decision other than electing Democrats. And it's a long tradition. Jim Crow, was exactly the same thing. Democratic politicians writing laws, changing the election laws to ensure the voters could only elect Democrats. Sadly, there are decades of ugly history behind this. You know, before I was in the Senate, I was a constitutional litigator and Supreme Court litigator. I didn't do a lot of redistricting law, but I did in 2003 and 2004 and 2005 represent the state of Texas and the redistricting litigation that occurred then. And I have to say I agree with Chief Justice Roberts who described in one voting rights case, it is a sordid business this divvying us up by race because that is much of what redistricting law is right now. It is focused on, in that case, we heard testimony we heard testimony actually from African-American elected Democrats in Texas about the racist history of Democrats in Texas. And in particular, when the state legislature in 2003 passed a new congressional redistricting map, it was replacing a map that had been passed by Democrats in Texas that had been widely described as the most egregious gerrymander in the country. It was a map that even though a substantial majority of Texans were voting consistently Republican, elected Democrats and a large majority of congressional Democrats, despite the views of the voters. And Democrats fought tooth and nail, including fleeing to Ardmore, Oklahoma, including fleeing to Albuquerque, New Mexico, to try to keep their partisan gerrymander in place to elect Democrats, even though the voters didn't want to elect Democrats. And the testimony we heard at trial from African-American elected Democrats was that the strategy 
of white Democrats to elect white Democrats was very simple. A moment ago, we heard about thresholds of minority representations in districts. Testimony we heard at trial is that white Democrats knew that if you put a sufficient number of African-American voters in a district, but not too many, and a sufficient number of Hispanic voters in a district, but not too many, that in a primary, that the African-American Democratic voters would join with white Democratic voters in voting against an Hispanic Democrat, and that the Hispanic Democratic voters would join with white Democratic voters in voting against a black Democrat. And the result would be exactly what happened in Texas. White Democrats would win the primaries, and then those minority voters would vote for Democrats in the general, and it would ensure that white Democrats stay in power in perpetuity. And that was uh, Senator Cruz talking about uh, putting a microscope and a magnifying glass, I guess you could say, on the Texas law that he knew and what was happening for white Democrats to stay in power. But the Democratic Party wants Democrats in power forever. We, we heard Senator Cruz just explain that uh, at a hearing, at a Senate hearing. And the election law that Schumer and Pelosi both come up with first is they want to do away of any kind of voter integrity. And, and thank goodness people like Senator Cruz and others are pointing this out. And the American people have got to wake up. Not only has the Democratic Party become the Socialist Party, but socialists don't want real elections. They never have. They want people to go and not have a choice. But now in America, there's still choices, so they therefore they have to figure out ways to break down voter integrity, the voting inter- integrity. And that's what the COVID uh, virus gave them a perfect situation in 2020. And now we saw where just uh, Governor Newsom made uh, mail-in voting permanent, where it was just for because of the 2020 pandemic. But now in California, it's permanent. So is is it the integrity of voting in California better now or worse? Of course, it's worse. You, there's so many things that commission that Jimmy Carter and uh, I believe uh, former Secretary of State Baker put together and they said the mail-in voting was the easiest thing to cheat on for fraud. So we we have got our hands full of America and I've said I don't you know as much as the, over the years we've had some decent Democrats and have done some things good for America and history. But right now, we have a rotten situation that's stinking up to high heaven. And a socialist, <laughs> and they want nothing more than to take over America, and they're very close to getting it done. Very close. So wake up, America. I know I'm talking to the choir, but we got, we got to start singing a song that's moving the nation, and we've got to get people to understand they are evil people who want to destroy this country and are using the socialist, uh, all the socialist plans to do it. And they're pushing it through the Democratic Party. I mean, why do we need to spend $5 trillion? We got some Republicans who want to spend another $1.5 trillion. $1.5, maybe. Can we handle that? Maybe. But $5 trillion, there's people who won't. They go back to the Alinsky rules, you know, just spend as much as you can to bring down the government. What, whatever it takes to bring down the government, and that's where you don't have a shooting war, 
you're not having an insurrection. You're not having a civil war. You just bring it down because the government will have when when it's bankrupt. There's nothing more it can do. It's broke, and the people will be broken, and the country will be broken, and and we've we've got to tell the world and and tell the voters stop electing Democrats till they get rid of the socialists in their party. We are not a socialist nation, and we'll say that, and yet we got so many people turn around and elect Democrats, and we're just empowering the socialists, like we talked about with Bernie Sanders, AOC. They're not ashamed of being socialists, and they're wielding the power. Man. Okay. <laughs> now, let's remind you, listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and we're going to get into some of the uh, the things they found out in arizona on it here in just a minute but just reminding we got a book out called uh bedrock truths and you go and you get that book and you order it at www.docholiday.org and uh holiday of two wells we'd love to get that book out to you if you want to order that book bedrock truths written by me and dr alveda king dr alex mcfarland and i do want to say that uh <laughs> with the voting that's going on and something happened in Arizona. So let's jump right into it. Uh, I told you there were 86,391 votes that uh, uh, there, nobody knows who they are. Where did they come from? Well, you know, you got to dig in and see some of these things. And it goes back. I'll give you a little bit of history. And I don't want to bore you here. Uh, but but you got to know a little bit of something. Maricopa County. Why did they have? Uh, why can't they find eighty-six thousand three hundred ninety-one people voted? Part of that is because in two thousand and four, Arizona made a new. Uh, they they had people who weren't citizens who were voting, and they're very upset about that. So they passed a law in two thousand and four. It's called Prop Two Hundred, and to register to vote, citizens were required to provide proof of U.S. citizenship and identity. Uh, don't we want just citizens voting? But in 2013, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled 7-2 that Arizona must accept the federal form. And those voters would not only receive ballots that list federal candidates like President Congress, they're classified as federal-only voters in Arizona. But the Democrats exclusively use the Fed form in Arizona to bypass citizenship and other ID issues. So they say, hey, we can vote in federal elections. We're going to vote in all elections. And the Democrats forced that in Arizona. And then, so this is where, this is the twist. It's what happened here. After the 2018 election, I'm getting this from Gateway Pundit. They, they've really kept up with this audit in Arizona better than any other uh, news outlet. So you go to Gateway Pundit, great conservative news site. But this is what they said uh, in a Gateway Pundit. And there, what they found out after the 2018 election, the Maricopa border supervisors realized that they had serious problems with elections and corruption. Their investigators found that all election staff answered to the county recorder, Fontes, and the board had no insight into elections. So in June of 2019, the board added a second, quote, director of elections role. One director now answers to the supervisor board, the other to the county recorder. And Fontes provided no resistance to the, to the changes because he retained 
unaccountable control of the voter registration system for Maricopa. And these are the keys to the kingdom. Font is then coordinated with the Democrat state, uh, uh, Secretary of State Katie Hobbs to process all the boxes of non-citizen applications and, and get them into, into the Arizona voter rolls. See what happened? They, they had a whole box of, uh, there was like uh, voter rolls that, that they wouldn't let them use because they were state-only voted. So they let them, or federal-only, and they got all these things that were stacked up. They didn't know who they were, and they allowed all those to go through. And get this, in the 2018 midterm election, from then to the November 2020 election, Maricopa County added 340,676 new voter registrations. Now, Arizona may have been growing. 340,000 new voters in uh, Maricopa County. Wow, that, that's a lot in just two years. Um, and, and what we found out, I say we, what the Gateway Pundit found out is, quote, the Deputy Registrar Initiative created by Fontes gave 638 liberal volunteers access to all those um, uh, uh, federal forms and processing of registration forms. The, we, we've got to get integrity back in elections. Wow. I, I just, I, that's just one part. That's one part. Um, let me let me just play uh, this uh, that was on uh, Gateway Pundit about uh, the some about the Arizona irregularities. Take a listen to this. That results are out when America's Christina Bob has more. Carrie Lake running for governor here in Arizona. We're out here at the Arizona election audit findings, the results. What's your reaction and what would you like to see happen? Such a historic day and really a somber day because we learned that. What we kind of already knew, right? Our election was fraudulent. It was corrupted. And my reaction is we have to make this right. We do not move on from this moment. We do not move on from November of 2020 until we make this right. And I know we have some brave lawmakers, the ones who withstood the pressure that everybody was calling and threatening them, and they did the right thing. They brought us a forensic audit that was run really perfectly. I went down and I saw how it was run. I talked to people who were there. And now if we don't do the right thing, and I'm talking about bringing criminal charges where they are due, we will never have a country again. We need to do the right thing right now, and this is a big moment for Mark Brnovich. He wants to run for Senate. I don't think he has a chance, but that's going to be the least of our concerns, politics. If he doesn't do the right thing at this moment and bring up indictments and file criminal charges against the people who are involved in this, then we will not have a state, we will not have a country. I think you're right. I think a lot of the people of Arizona want to see that happen as well. Uh, earlier, we saw some media spin about a leaked oh, report yeah. claiming that Biden won, and they didn't seem to read the rest of the report that said, but there were 50-plus thousand fraudulent votes or fraudulent ballots. What's your reaction to the media spin? It's so typical. I saw it starting up last night, and I went, okay, here we go. I mean, I worked in the media for 30 years, and I always said it was the half-truths that would get would get them the half truths a half truth is a lie they put out half a truth the count was right but 
That's including bad votes, fraudulent votes, dead people voting, you know, all of that. They never put in the important part. They only put the little tiny half-truth that supports their narrative. They're propagandists, and they all should be ashamed of themselves. And frankly, if they're doing this with knowledge that they're putting out fake news and false news and, and propaganda, they, they really, we should look at criminally charging them as well because they are duping the public. And that's why I tell people when I speak, do not believe the corporate corrupt media. They do not care about us. They don't care about this country. And they've proven it time and time again. And that was a report coming from our One American News of uh, Carrie Lake, who is from Arizona, and she's running for governor of Arizona. And I believe Donald Trump has uh, backed her and is uh, recommending her for governor out in Arizona. So it, it, very interesting what she had to say and talking about the fake news. Iran was a story, but they didn't talk about the bad votes. Another thing that came out, there were over 17,000 duplicates duplicate ballots people voting twice and 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 a large percentage of those who voted twice voted after the election the ballot came in after the election day so i hope this is dug into that they we need to see how it happened why it happened why was it not caught earlier and and like i carry lake said we need there's some people <laughs> Who, who need to go to jail, need to be fined, or, I mean, why not keep voting twice if nobody's going to stop you? 17,000 people voted twice. And then why was their ballot counted twice? Or, and some people have found out were mailed two ballots. Why were some people mailed two ballots? Who knew? Who was putting those ballots in there? There's a lot of questions need to be answered in Arizona. And that's what I wanted to tell you about. I, I would advise you to... The best news I've seen that's really covering that is Gateway Pundit. You can go to thegatewaypundit.com, and they always have a good conservative news. And there's one thing that uh, I saw on YouTube and I think Twitter, Reddit, other places, The they are uh, anything to do with uh, the 2020 election they don't like. They're not letting it be aired. But right here we want to tell you the truths that are coming out that you're not hearing anywhere else well you're hearing at the gateway pundit other places but i wanted you to know the arizona audit results smell they stink there's something happening there they're showing a truth that is not what america wants to see because we do know now they were che they were cheaters people voting twice seventeen thousand of them why let's find out how did they do it? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I forgot I voted twice. No, that we need to find out, and people need to be prosecuted and make an example of them. And that's why we need to look at Georgia and Michigan, look at Wisconsin, look at Pennsylvania. Did Is, is there a pattern? Do we need to call in RICO, the RICO laws? Uh, a lot to look at, and that's... I'm glad you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're putting a shining light on this and letting you hear some things you won't hear anywhere else. Uh, shoot us an email and tell us what you think about it. And what I would say is we're going to keep uh, taking a look and seeing more things come out. And I hope other states have the audacity and the boldness to look just like Arizona did. Uh, does that mean we can change who's in office and who's in power? I don't know about that constitutionally, but I do know 
as long as people can cheat and get away with it, obviously it's going on. And it's time to put a stop to it. Hey, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Glad to have you. Glad you're listening to us. Tell your friends and neighbors about Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.